1: Today, I'm joined by Caribou Honig, who is the chairman and co-founder of InsureTech Connect. InsurTech Connect is a fantastic conference that is up and running from the 4th to the 6th of October in Las Vegas. So a great opportunity for some of our listeners to hear about some of the opportunities that are going on over there. Welcome to the show, Caribou.
0: Thanks, Nick. I appreciate you having me here today.
1: Absolute pleasure, Caribou. Really looking forward to hearing more about the exciting things happening at the conference next week. Caribou, if I could start off, could you just give our listeners a bit of an overview about the event? There may well be some InsurTech listeners out there or certainly some insurance executives not so familiar with the event. You could give us a little bit of an overview on that. And then as we are in the insurance coffee house today, what your go-to coffee of choice is?
0: Yes. So, you know, InsureTech Connect, it's a little bit of a passion project for context started. The idea came about in 2015 as a, a venture capitalist focusing on the insure tech category at the time, was looking for a good industry conference that would bring together the Innovation executives from within the industry, even the regulators, and all, and I just couldn't find anything quite like that. And along with my co-founder Jay Weintraub, we basically created it. I like to joke for a focus group of one, right, to, to serve my needs as an investor, and then we hoped that it would, you know, at the same time meet other people's needs. But most, of, most of all, it was all about me. And you know, it, it sort of started in 2016, 1,500 people. It's grown since then. Coming up in just a couple of weeks now, the first week of October, we should have about 5,000 attendees, which is especially in the era of COVID is, is not too shabby. And, you know, I think it's the, the most distinguishing thing about it, not only is a great people there, but actually I think it's, it's the right mindset when people are, there, you know, sometimes insurance folks maybe aren't the most sort of open to ideas, the most like exploring. But I think for those three days of the year, people really are right. They're trying to put their skepticism on hold for a little bit, at least just to understand what's possible, what's being pursued, what's being built, what should we think about? Who could we partner with? It's sort of a world of possibilities where then lends itself to business actually getting done.
1: Do you think there's more opportunity now as we're coming through the pandemic over that last 18 months, do you think there's a lot more people, a lot more people, certainly within the insurance industry, who are open to those technology opportunities now? Well,
0: you know, I, I like to think that about two or three years ago, before the pandemic, this notion of insure tech had actually started to rise to a board level consideration. Right. It might not be the number one or number two, but I think it was top five at the board level. Even just what are we going to do about insure tech? Like, what is our strategy? A CEO couldn't tell their board, oh, I don't have a strategy around insure tech." That's the only unacceptable answer. Now, I think with COVID, of course, that COVID kind of is the number one and number two topic in the boardroom. It kind of has to be not just insurance, but almost every boardroom. And I think it, it sort of weaves together, right? You saw actually covid being an accelerant for adopting certain kinds of customer experiences, certain kinds of customer acquisition, right? You think about all the places where you previously, the norm was to do business in person, whether, you know, from an agent signing up for some policy or stir would come out, right? And shake your hand. And then you tell them about what happened and they take some pictures. Well, you know, with COVID kind of accelerated adoption or at least experimentation, with solutions that were already being built over the last five years by InsurTechs to sort of take the person, the physically present out of the picture and swap in technology solutions, right? When the claimant has a smartphone in their hand, right, it's easy enough to be walked through, okay, how do I take the pictures of the damage rather than sending a person out to use their smartphone to take pictures of the damage, that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think real opportunity, of, certainly from a lot of the InsurTech executives that we Interviewed weekly on our podcast, but also from those insurance executives, I like can say the CEOs, they need to have a certainly have a response, and many of them have major strategies involving technology and technology use. For the delegates, for people who are considering coming along to the conference next week, either in person or online, what can they expect by attending the event? What's on offer for them?
0: So. My hope is that we will overwhelm them with too many great things that they want to do, uh, which which then just inspires them to bring more of their colleagues the next year, of course. But look, really, there's, I think it was the conferences bring three kinds of value to people who are there. One is a sort of education, learning from all the great content on stage. And and you know we make a point of having big names on stage, but also some little names on stage. Insurance companies. On, I'm going to be uh, you know moderating a fireside chat with a couple guys from General Motors. Like that's not your normal insurance conference kind of participant, but I think they'll have a lot to say that's relevant. So there's the the sort of content piece. There's just the kind of networking, especially with the people I like to say who you already know going in. You want to meet. You know, it's, it's just a lot more efficient to for everyone to fly to one space, right, have 30 meetings that they knew they wanted to do, and then go back and do their follow-ups after airplanes to meet the people you want to. But then my favorite is probably what I'd call serendipity. You, you sit down at the lunch table with five other people that you didn't know you want to meet, and it turns out one or two of them actually have something not just that it's, is intellectually interesting, but like, oh, I've been looking for a solution for that or, uh, oh, I've been looking for a company to invest in that looks like that. I've been looking to to acquire something that looks like that. Like the the serendipity around something like a, an in-person conference, especially. And so I, I think that's while well, you get all of those as an attendee. I think my favorite is the serendipity.
1: Yeah. There's very natural connections that, that people make, like you say, over lunch, which hasn't been happening so much so over the last eighteen months or so, so I'm sure delegates will be really excited to do that. I'd love to ask you about what preparation delegates should be doing, whether they're, you know, insurance executives, whether they are. CEOs, founders of good tech companies or investors like yourself, what preparations should they be doing in order to make it a successful event as possible?
0: Yeah. Well, so, so one part of it is, you know, especially when you have colleagues coming, a lot, a lot of companies will send not just a person, but... You know, even a startup might send a couple people. Venture firms will see send a few. And, and of course, the larger uh, companies, you know, often, you know, it's not, not unusual for them to send half a dozen or a dozen people. So part of it is, just how are you going to divide and conquer this? Because there is so much to do and see. That's the benefit of this being a, a big tent, the largest event of its type. You know, and then it's it's our job, organizing the event, to provide the tools by which to sort of plan your event, organize yourself. So tools around, you know, understanding what's on the agenda, filtering it. I think we're putting out the agenda a couple weeks in advance of the conference so that you can do that with some, you know, we also provide the app for discovering people that you might want to meet both suggestions, filtering, people are going to send you invites. Uh, So you just want to figure out in advance, what are your priorities? Yeah. What do you specifically want to learn about or what kind of people do you specifically want to meet or, you know, even how do you want to present yourself in the app so that the right people reach out to you and then uh, be sure to get lots of good sleep um, for a couple of days before, maybe, you know, eat your vitamins because part of uh, what I take pride in is like, this is a, an event where you can, you can be on for 18 hours a day, three days a week. And there's still more that you didn't get to do that you wanted to because You know, if you've got 5,000 like minded innovators, well, you might only be able to meet, uh, you know, a couple dozen or maybe maybe a hundred of them uh, and fill up your day that way and and, and put on your put on your extrovert um, hat. You know, it's really important to be, you know, to tap into the serendipity aspect, right? Like. When you're walking around, smile, right? Because then people will, will come up to you more. Um, I try to be a, a student of like behavioral psychology, and like literally, when you smile uh, at random, people will much more come up and, and introduce themselves, and that's the whole point.
1: For our listeners seeing you today, Caribou's uh, sporting a very nice hat on the on the show today, so certainly you've got your extrovert hat on. I'm sure all the time, in Caribou. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Let's talk numbers if we can and, and opportunities it sound like there are endless opportunities at the event. How many speakers do you have? How many delegates are you expecting? What sort of numbers are we looking at in terms of, sort of opportunities for people to learn more, but also connect and, and network as well?
0: Yeah. So, so uh, last count, I think we've got about 250 speakers. Spread out across uh, six or seven tracks. I think that we've got you know one of the one of the things that people should plan to do when they're there to really and, and this is this will sound a little funny maybe walk through the expo hall and take it all in, talk to the to the people who are showcasing what they're doing. Uh, you know, grab some swag. I, I bet that socks are going to be big this year. Uh, n- and normally I'm not a oh my gosh you got to see what the sponsors are talking about in the expo hall. But part of what I think really makes it interesting as an event is you can spend an hour, you can walk through the sort of massive expo hall, and you will get a sense of both the mega trends and some micro things, right? So it's an opportunity to very actually efficiently get a sense of what's out there, what are people trying to do, how are they doing it? And if you want to double click on anything, right, you actually get to, you know, say hello to someone and say, tell me more about this. Uh, and, and so it's, it's. Uh, I think that the expo hall will sort of be one of those things for people to uh, to see. What we'll have in total, we're expecting at this point, 5,000 attendees, which, you know, I, I think is, I like to think is respectable.
1: Yeah, especially during these times. And actually on that point for any of our listeners who can't get across for whatever reason, for, for predominated reasons at the moment, obviously to do with COVID and one of the reasons we can't, in person at the moment, what would be your advice? What's the best way about navigating things if they've got an online ticket?
0: Yeah, so, you know, again, I think our goal, I I think we all know and acknowledge that the online experience, while it has some benefits, is not quite the same as the in-person experience, especially at at an event like this. So I'd say we're trying to provide all the tools we can for navigating the content on stage. I think a lot of the networking, options in terms of you know including the discovery and the outreach through the app is is available and we're actually trying to uh, enable some of the one-on-one meeting facilitation to also be virtual, right? So instead of it just being, okay, how do I arrange this meeting? How do we also enable people to to suggest times that might be outside of those three days and and in the virtual context? So I think there's still opportunities for people to get value uh, out of the Insure Tech Connect at home experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there's a lot of leaders out there now who either are unable to travel across, or those uh, travel plans uh, might be a little bit last minute for them to get it to get out there next week. So I'm sure they would would welcome that opportunity to educate themselves from the speakers, but also yeah, to use the app and uh, to connect with people. Fantastic, Caraboo. Thank you so much for your time today. If there are any listeners out there now who who would like to pick up some tickets is it all sold out or are there still some
0: tickets available it's not sold out you know one of the nice things this year we're at the mandalay bay which is a huge huge facility uh and that's that's uh, actually by design one of the things that we we said about from a design principle was how do we make sure that any and all social distancing right that is available to people and that's part of why we have some of the some of the um sort of networking breaks and all outs physically outside right uh because we want to do everything we can but yes we we've got the space and so we are not sold out. I don't I don't think it would be physically possible for us to be sold out. And uh, for anyone who's listening right now, they should check online. Uh, if they can't book before they get there, we, we will sell a registration at the door. It'll be a little bit more expensive than if you book online, so that's why I encourage it. Uh, but we we won't say no to people. It is a uh, you, you do need to be vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to ask people to prove it with their cards. We trust our attendees. But you know, one thing I would ask is if you're thinking about attending and you, know, you show up at the Mandalay Bay uh, uh, and you're not vaccinated, we're going to have to, you know, for the sake of everyone else around you, we're going to have to decline your credit card. So you know, just but we we are very welcoming for everyone who you know is safe.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Haribor. And just before we leave today, how how would people either reach out to you directly? To find out more, or do you have a uh, obviously a website for,
0: for- yeah, yeah right? So of course, for the for the conference itself, it's insuretechconnect.com. Um, i believe that works with both the e and without the e depending on your preference for how to spell uh, insure but I'm, I'm partial to the e and then for myself probably easiest things to just find me on linkedin uh, one of the benefits of you know of my name caribou honig is there aren't that many other listings that that pop up there uh, i i realize i forgot to answer your question about uh my my preferred coffee in the morning and so uh you know i i think uh, just from a pure branding perspective i have to go with caribou coffee which is a uh, a chain here in the u.s so
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't believe we've got to the end of our interview today. And I hadn't realised that you you hadn't actually given that coffee. So right on point, right on point with branding there, uh, Caribou. So that's perfect. Caribou, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sure the event is going to be an absolute success. I'm sure many of our listeners will be interested in finding out more and attending. So thanks for that. And we will be sure to put all those contact details in the show notes today.
0: Thanks, Nick. Really appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you virtually. And hopefully in a year, I'll see you in person as well there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You should, certainly will. And uh, yeah, to all our insuretech leaders and insurance um, leaders listening today, wherever you are in the world, thank you for listening. And I'm sure you would have gain a lot of insight about the insuretech Connect event happening next week. So please, please, please do check them out on the website and, and make sure that you tune in also to the insurance copyouts to hear some interviews live from the event during the week.
0: You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.